Hey, I want to thank you for joining us for our podcast called One Times One. This is episode one of our new podcast. My name's Rob. And I'm Sue. And we are the Parkers. And we are so excited for you to join us today. And we are looking forward to many, many episodes together. So what we want to do in our first podcast, we want to introduce ourselves, tell a little bit about who we are and how we first met. So Sue, my beautiful wife, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? So I'm Sue Parker, and um, I have been married to Rob for 23, going on 24 years. Yes. Um, when we did this a couple other times, the outtakes, I believe it or not, I forgot how many years we were married. I never thought I'd be that person, but I did. Yeah, well, and we'll have to make up a fun outtake at some point. Yeah, we have a so. couple outtakes on that. Uh, yeah, totally. All right, so we have four children, and our oldest is 23. We have a 21-year-old, a 19-year-old, a 17-year-old, one boy... Boy, girl, boy, boy. Our daughter is married, so we have a son in love. I love that phrase, son in love. It's not like a son-in-law. It's a son in love. We love our son-in-law like he's one of our own children. I am currently a school nurse. Um, I have been a nurse for our whole marriage. Whole marriage. And now I am a school nurse. Uh, this is my 11th year doing that. I'm in a middle school. And uh, it is an interesting uh, way to be a school nurse during a pandemic. Yep. It has been a, a ride this year. It's totally different job than any other year, uh, but I'm learning a lot. It's yep. been an interesting journey. Yeah, it's so funny when you think about a school nurse. When I was in you know, elementary school, middle school, school nurses gave out ice packs and band-aids. And band-aids but that is so that is not, not what we do. school nursing. <laughs> no, you are a triage nurse. And we'll get to that at another episode. Yes. So I'm Rob, and I am Sue's husband. And the father of her children. And uh, so I am a minister. Uh, my whole career has been nonprofit, whether it be working in a church, working for an organization called Young Life. And we are currently ministering in a town called Mawa, New Jersey. Go Mawa, uh, the Thunderbirds. We love where God has placed us. We actually are living in the area that we both grew up in. Not the town that we grew up in, but the area that we grew up in. And that's going to be for another episode. We have sure. a lot of episodes yeah, a lot, in us. a lot to cover. And so we have a lot to cover. But, but I really want to just, um, we really, during this whole pandemic, really believe that... Um, God has been doing something awesome in our marriage. He always has. And, and we've had a journey. We've, we've been able to see the ups, the downs. Um, we've been able to see loss. We've been able to see struggle. We've been able to really wrestle through a lot. And the highlight of, of my life, which I know is the highlight of your life, has been our marriage. Mm. And that's why we're calling this One Times One, because we believe that, that God created us for one another and that we are better together. That you times me is best, and me times you is best. And when I think about life, I think about ministry, I think about parenting. Uh, it's not two different parents, it's one parent together. Uh, when I think about relationship, it's not two different people, it's one relationship together. And I know for some people that's a struggle, but I really believe that as we go through these episodes, people will see that, that God has created us to be together. He has created you and I to be best together. And I think it's important to clarify that it, it hasn't always been unicorns and rainbows for us. That's true. We've had a lot of hard years. We've had years. some donkeys, right? And puddles. <laughs> We've had a lot. <laughs> um, and it, you know, but I think that the beautiful thing is in that we decided from a very early beginning of this relationship, before we even were married, that we were going to fight for it. Yep. And Everything. we have fought for our marriage 
every single day for the past 23 and a half years. Yep. And it's been amazing. And I would say during COVID, um, it was just really the, the part of the trajectory of, of our marriage getting better and better. So here's what we're going to do today. We want to talk about when we met that first day. And I'll never forget the burger that I had that day <laughs> that I literally said that when I look back on our relationship, I always say what? There must've been something in the burger. There was something in that burger because one bite made me fall in love. So let's, let's tell our, our story of how we met and um, that's it. We're just telling the first, the first day. That's yeah, cause it. we could talk for hours. We'll talk for hours. We, and if you know us, we will talk for hours. So why don't, why don't you tell the story? Sure. The beginning of it. So, um, 25 years ago, 25 years ago, uh, in April, I had a friend, uh, Charity, if you're listening. What's up, Charity? Thank you. Shout out. Once again, um, we have like Charity Day every April when we remember the, the day that we met. And she had, um, she had met Rob, not even really. Uh, she didn't really class. even meet him. She knew him in class. They were going to the same college. And she had wanted to have a picnic. Uh, her fiance at the time um, didn't know many people in the area or she wanted to introduce him to some people in her life. And for some reason, very random how she knew of Rob. They went to school together. I'll kind of let him tell that part of his story, but it was through his grandmother and a picture in her house. But we, um, she wanted to invite him to the picnic. So she invited, her dad was a pastor at the church that I was going to at the time. Um, so she invited some young adults from that group to come. She did say to me, this was a, a key thing, which this is kind very of, important. Yeah. She did say, and to our audience out there, whether it be one or however many, this is the most <laughs> important part of the narrative. Don't bring anybody because she had someone. I had a thing. No, she had someone. I had a thing uh, on again, off again, thing on off on off. It was a light switch. It was a light switch. So she was really adamant about me not bringing anybody. And at first, I really feel like I'm like pick up on stuff. But at first, I'm like, what do you mean? And then then it started to all kind of play out of what was happening. Um, I remember the picnic. I could tell you every detail of that picnic like it was yesterday. Every little emotion, every little thing, when I started to realize what was going on, the, the uncomfortable feeling I felt, um, the nerves. You know, when I got there, we, it was very clear right away that everybody who was there was a couple, except myself and, and my future husband. Rob. 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 Oh, I know you're Rob. Rob you okay. <laughs> and in fairness- I didn't even know your name then, to be honest. <laughs> everyone at the picnic knew everybody for the most part True. except for who you me i was the stranger i was the oddball out right so let me get i'll give my side now okay mm -hmm. so my side was i was sitting in class one day and this girl charity who i didn't know and, and she was from i think she was from alabama right alabama somewhere down south down and south, she had yeah. this strong accent they moved a lot moved yeah. a lot and in that uh she invited me to a picnic and if you know me, I love people. I'm an extra extrovert. Matter of fact, we both are extra extroverts. We're not yin and yang. We're just ying. We are, we are, we are exactly like we are twins, Sue and I. And so being such a nice guy, I'm like, sure, I'll go to a picnic. And when I really thought about it, I'm thinking that I know this girl is trying to set me up 
with someone. Now, if you are watching video, you may see one of our dogs jump into the picture. Or hear them licking. Or I apologize. shaking. They're licking. So this is the fun of it. I think Babe's coming into the picture right now. There she goes. And then Jakey's over there. And so they're a huge part of our life. And we know that if they're not with us, there's no way we are doing this. So, so they're our podcast ma mascots. So Charity invites me to come to this picnic. And after I thought about it, I'm thinking... She's definitely trying to set me up with someone. And there was someone in my class that Charity went to class with every single day. And so I'm thinking like, I don't know who she's trying to set me up with. I know she's engaged. I know she knows my grandmother. I'm going to be a good guy. But in that, I was not wanting to be hooked up with anybody. And Actually, your words were... What were my words? No, you were like, I vowed to not date anyone. For a while. For a while. For you a while. Said that. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. But I'm a nice a, guy. You had an on again, off again. No, I did you not. Did. I didn't you date did. anyone for, for two and a half years. Yeah, before Let's, that, though. Before two yeah. and a half years earlier. Okay. I, I was on a break. I was in a season of Rob. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> anyways, um, I was going to be a nice guy. Charity was really nice. And it was one of those things. I was like, you know what? I'll go to the picnic. So I decided to go. But here's what was interesting. The picnic was in a like two or three weeks. So I just said, yeah, I'll go. And then I forgot about it. So I remember the <laughs> next week, I'm like, oh, shoot. I totally forgot about the picnic. And so Charity came up with her. her, her He's her, come a long way with his calendar, calendar organization since meeting me. Sue has <laughs> been very good at refining me. So that Thursday, Charity's like in her Southern twang, you know, hey, it's this Sunday. You come in. And I'm like. Oh, I guess I'm going to the picnic. So it was that Sunday morning. And so I was getting ready. And, and I got to be honest with you. This is the best part to the this, story. This is the best part. This is the best part. It was a Sunday. And I got up. And all I wanted to do when I looked outside was go rollerblading. Now in 1996, Six. rollerblading was just coming out of its cool phase. 95, it was kind of cool. 96, it was kind of hanging by a thread. I definitely think cool is like in the eye of the beholder. Okay. So I wanted to go rollerblading at the Ridgewood Duck Pond with my friends. But I'm like, I made a commitment. I got to do it. And if you know anything about Rob Parker, if he says it, he'll do it. Is that fair to say? So fair. Yes. To a fault at times. So I'm like, oh. I can't go rollerblading. And so I know that sounds weird, but that was a yeah, true... Yeah, I think you actually made the fanny pack, like that was when it was cool then. And you used a fanny pack, I believe. I'm pretty sure you did. No, I only use fanny packs on like going away on airplane trips, okay. but we like to enjoy that part. So day of the picnic comes, I choose not to go rollerblading. I jump into my old Chevy pickup and I drive to the picnic and I'm the first one there. And I was not only on time, but I was earlier than everyone. And that was not purposeful. So why don't you pick up from there? So I guess I came after you. I don't even remember entering the picnic, to be honest with you. But I, I do remember getting there and realizing very quickly, everyone's coupled off. It was all people I knew from uh, the church I was going to. But I remember feeling like, oh, this is so awkward. I just want to, maybe I should have gone rollerblading. I don't know. Yeah. But um, so we go in and Jay is making these burgers and he's a chef and he is like, his burgers are not like burgers. They're like no, burgers. There's something in the burgers. There they was were something like, in the burgers. They were burgers. Yeah. So everyone's cooking and talking and I am like avoiding 
I don't even know your name at that point. I'm avoiding this this big, tall guy. Rob was about 65, 70 pounds heavier, big, yep. burly, tall guy. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so embarrassing. So I'm avoiding it like the plague. I'm talking to everybody pretty much but you. I don't yeah. think we even spoke them. So it comes time to sit down and enjoy our juicy burgers and vegetables that were grilled with something. Uh, it was just he so good. Everything. Everything. It everything. Was so good. Everything. And we go to sit down, and of course, we're in this round table on a deck, and everyone is sitting by each other. They're a couple, and and then there's two chairs left together because we were the last ones to sit down. Okay, can I can I just stop you right there? Sure. Because because we forgot my favorite part. Oh, what was that? Okay, my favorite part was this. Because I got there early, I was seeing everyone who came through the door. Mm. And I didn't know everybody was going to be a couple but me and that other person. So the whole time I was waiting for the person from my class to come to the picnic. And they didn't show up. But the second or third person was this tiny little girl. And I, I was 6'5", about 285 at the time. Um... And this tiny little 5'3 girl walks in the room and she had this nervous thing going you on with her, with her short sleeve sweater. And it was black, white, and gray. I still think there's red in it. I'm, and I'm there's fighting no for red. the red. Yeah. But it was the cutest He's little there's no way that shirt you would know sweater red. thing. And when I saw her, I'm like, oh, yeah. I could totally dig this opportunity to meet this person. And so I got excited. I got excited. I was thoroughly attracted to you. You had this. He threw cute, his rollerblades in the he, back. I, I, I didn't even think about going rollerblade blading again. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, let's see what happens. So we get to the table and everybody's a couple but us. But my biggest problem was I did not come to be set up. Even though you were a hottie, I wasn't ready to date. I really wasn't. So you were taking a break. I was taking a break. Mm -hmm. And so in this, everybody was sitting next to each other. And then there was Sue, the mysterious girl and Rob. And I said, I'm not being played. I am going to take a chair and put it between us. That's so weird. Slick. Wasn't that horrible? So slick. When I think back of it, this is the- I can't believe I even considered you after that. This is the that. first time I've like, literally, I really thought that this is, that was so stupid of me. Like, that was so weird. And I've never thought that. I used to think, like, uh, I was such a tough guy by doing that. Yeah, but, no. but what a bad move. Yeah. So I put a chair between us because I didn't want everyone to, like, kind of, like, eye us up and say. Although they all were. Yeah, I know. Everyone I know, was. I know, I know. And But it was it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. So you go on. So he's, we go to Sid. He puts this chair in between us. And I'm like, uh-uh. This guy, what? who does he think he is? Like, seriously, I remember thinking that. But honestly, as the conversation around the table started to to transpire, I I could feel from Rob this, you know, you you look at him and you're like, wow, he must be a real tough guy, especially like the chair ordeal that, you know, but then right away there was just this amazing, sensitive, compassionate man that I was extremely intrigued by, extremely intrigued by. Of course, I was attracted to him. He was like hot. I mean, we know that that's a understatement, but there was something else that was intriguing about him. Something in his eyes, the way that he looked at me when I was talking, he really paid attention. Um, so yeah, 
That was kind of that my first little tingle. 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 It's a tingle. good word. It's a good word. I was gonna say twinkle, but so so what really drew me to Sue, they were going around and everyone was talking, everyone was kind of bantering and just kind of doing like the cool thing. Hey, I'm twenty something, I'm cool. <laughs> and they really they they stopped the conversation and they asked Sue about her grandmother who just passed away. And when Sue started talking, I saw a passion, a uh, compassion, um, an empathy for her grandmother. And I can honestly say when I saw her talking, I looked right through her eyes into her soul. And I know that sounds so cheesy and such a line. And I didn't say that when we first met. So I wasn't trying to use any lines. <laughs> but I, I can honestly say it was the first time in my life I saw a girl, a woman, who it wasn't someone I wanted. It was someone I needed. And I know that sounds like, well, what do you mean by that? It means I needed that type of girl in my life. Not knowing who she was, not knowing anything about you, except for that compassion, that empathy, that passion for other people. I wanted that. I, I, I needed that. I needed that. And so we just listened. And I just remember us, everyone kept saying, mm, these burgers are amazing, Jay. Mm, these burgers are amazing, Jay. What did you put in the burgers? And I'm thinking, I don't know if I was drugged. I don't know what happened, but there was something in the burger that made me instantly need this stranger. And so it was time to bring the picnic to an end. It kind of abruptly ended. Totally. It, it was, was the like weirdest ending. It was the weirdest ending, ending ever. It was like, ah, and then, choof. It was Awkward. It was very it was awkward. awkward. It was awkward. And so we were concluding our our time. And in that, um, Charity said, hey, let's all go hiking sometime. Now, if you saw Sue or knew Sue in college, you knew that she was more, I don't want to use the word mall rat. Okay, let's that's be not careful. Really, I know, I'm going to be careful. But, but she loved the Garden State Plaza. She loved Paramus Park. And I knew just by like looking at her that, that she probably wasn't much of a hiker. Is that fair to say? Okay. But Charity Let's... assumed that I was a hiker because I rollerblade. Well, roller she should have assumed you were a rollerblader because, so. you know. <laughs> I, outdoors was not my favorite thing. I mean, I played sports all through. But now it's one of your favorite things. Well, yeah. I'm a camper. You're a camper. Well, I'm, I've been a camper. You've been a camper. We, we have... We have Come so far with nature. So far. As a family. It's really far. F I camp think I get the award for the you most. Do, you do. Like, and we'll talk about camping at yeah. another episode. That's but like four episodes. That's like, yeah, that's probably like episode No, I mean, 12. that's going to take, take four. My, my journey of camping. That is that's true. Like, that is true. Yeah. But but I'll never forget. Cherry's like, yeah, let's go hiking. Let's go hiking. And I started cracking. I'm like, okay, let's go hiking. No one exchanged numbers. It well, just, we didn't have cell phones then. I mean, true. we're making I ourselves. You had a pager. Yep. I had a landline in my bedroom yep. with a long cord so I could lay in my bed and like, you know, talk on the phone. You actually did have a cell phone. You had the really big that safety. That was like after that. I don't no, think. No, that was a safety cell phone. Okay. We'll talk about that yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> so it abruptly ended. We all said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we left. I couldn't shake the feeling that I just experienced. We really didn't even speak to one another. No. I don't think we exchanged more than three words. Hello, goodbye. I don't even think any past the ketchup, maybe. I don't know. But it was yep. really... How's the burger? Some, maybe how's the burger. Um, but I knew 
And I can't say that I had the same exact wording as you. Like I knew I needed you, but I knew that you were going to be in my life for the rest of my life. And so much so that I had left that picnic and I went to um, my church. We had church that evening and I saw my mom and I said, I just met the man I'm going to marry. And she kind of laughed and come on. And I said, nope, I did. Because I knew that what I saw in him was what I was desiring in my future husband. Yeah. And I know that that night I went home and I had to change my truck tire, got a flat. I don't know. It was in the driveway or something like that. And I know that I'm a really passionate guy, overly emotional. I've learned to control my emotions with the help of my beautiful wife, but I'm an emotional guy. Uh, probably cry, what, three out of four Sundays with preaching, um, maybe four out of four. Um, but I knew this was different. And I remember I was changing my tire and my, my a friend of mine came over that night, Mark German, I believe it was. Um, and he said, so, so what happened? What do you think? I said, I don't know, but there's something there. And I remember like saying, I'm not going to, I'm not going to just make a statement because this one this girl is way too valuable. And as much as we're joking around saying that, that there was something in the burger, there was something in your eyes that I needed. And so this is how we're going to wrap up episode one. You have to stay tuned to episode mm -hmm. two to see what happens next. And so we want to thank you for joining us for episode one. And we hope that next Saturday we will be filming again, that next week you will be joining us for episode two. Because we believe that uh, during this whole pandemic, that as much as everything negative is going on, that, that God wants to do something great with marriages. Uh, no matter where you're at in your relationship, whether you're, you're thinking about getting married or married, um, we believe that, that we have something to offer. And, and, you know, we do a lot of premarital counseling. And I think that was when we first kind of started talking through this, yeah. maybe, that um, what a tool. Because when you are with a couple, meeting them before they get married— you, you can't hit everything. Yeah. It's impossible. And there's things that you remember or maybe that, you know, will come up later in their marriage. So what a great opportunity for us to sit down and be able to really have this yep. as a tool. Yep. Yeah. And so for, for any of you couples out there, think about your first encounter with your spouse, with your significant other. Think about that first encounter. Because for us, what we say is there was something in the burgers. So we want to leave you by saying thank you for joining us. And we look forward to the next episode of One Times One. Bye-bye.